Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 good afternoon ladies and gentlemen boys and girls welcome to southern california live hour two i'm scott furrow i'm your host and i'm glad to be with you today as i am every day from three to five right here on kkla 99.5 in los angeles kprz in san diego it's great to be with you and to have some conversation and some encouragement and to look at the things in the news, you know, from a biblical perspective, the things going on in our lives, and hopefully help us to realize that, you know, we have such a great, a great opportunity right now. This is one of the greatest opportunities, actually, in the history of the church to take a look at who we are and what people really want and get in there. Uh, you can join our conversation by calling 888-528-2557. 888-LA-TALKS is a great way to remember that number, 888-LA-TALKS. I was like to encourage you to put that in your phone, put it in your contacts, Southern California Live, 888-528-2557. That way, when you're ready to call, you just need to join in the conversation. You got the number already. You can also email me at SoCalLive at KKLA.com. You know, one of the things that makes me happy is coffee. I haven't talked about it as much as I do, but I do believe that it is a gift from the Lord. I mean, everything is a gift from the Lord, everything that is good, right? But, uh, Coffee, if you're a coffee drinker, you know, there is something about it. The brew of the believer. The, it's just a wonderful, wonderful thing. Maybe I've had too much. It might be one of those kinds of days. I mentioned last hour I'm moving, so I'm just ratcheting it up, all these kinds of things. A big moving day coming this week. And uh, my wife, uh, she'll always put her arm on my, my arm while we're talking to some couple somewhere. And if I've had too much coffee and she'll finally lean in and go, he's had a lot of coffee. Uh, so I'll try to slow it down a, a little bit today. Uh, there's lots of things that can make us happy, but according to the Gallup organization, people are not happy worldwide. The world is unhappier, more stressed out than ever, according to a new survey by by Gallup, that people are having more negative experiences and fewer positive ones than they used to have. Stress, sadness, worry, all entire worldwide. So not just here in uh in the United States, but everywhere, people felt less well-rested and experienced less enjoyment. Uh, that last one's kind of hard for me, less well-rested well and uh, experienced less enjoyment. You got to have the right balance of your coffee, you see. you I might have more enjoyment by having more coffee, but then I might end up a little less well-rested. See, everything is about moderation. That's how it goes. Uh, so I'm wondering, are you happy do you feel like you are happier than you were before? And it's a weird question, right? Are you happier than you were before? Uh, maybe over the last, say, you know, two years since the pandemic hit. Uh, or are you more happy? Are you happier or less happy? And how do you measure that yourself? Like, how do you measure your, your happiness? What actually gives you happiness? Happiness is a, it's an interesting word that uh, I'm not sure that we can define it that well. It's different than joy, right? Joy is more of a a posture that you have. It's more of a disposition. You can be a joyful person, um, but you're maybe you struggle with with happiness. Uh, according to Gallup, emotionally, 
the second year of the pandemic was even a tougher year for the world than the first one. I would say that that's about right. And I think that the third year, if we're going 2020, 2021, and 2022, 2022 might be harder than uh, 2021 for a lot of people. Anyway, according to Gallup's latest annual global update, uh, it says, quote, 2021 served up a steady diet of uncertainty. The world became a slightly sadder, more worried and more stressed out place than it was the year before. Uh, is that how you feel? You can call us and uh, and tell me if you uh, feel yourself, uh, how do you define happiness in your life? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Gallup asked adults in 122 countries, if they had five different negative experiences on the day before the survey, I guess that's how they measure it, is are you having negative experiences? Like if I go in to get my coffee and they're, they don't have any more coffee, that's a negative experience. A positive experience is when they say, we don't have any more, but we'll brew some fresh. And I say, yes, please do that. I will wait. And that is a very positive experience for me. Um, is it things that are just simple things like like that that make you happy or is it your life circumstance altogether. I think they probably mean people's circumstance altogether as a whole, but it's interesting to me that they're talking about the number of experiences that you have during a day. Here's how they are defining happiness is if you're having more positive experiences than negative, then you're a happier person. On the other hand, if you're having more negative experiences, then you are probably a sadder person. I'm not sure that's a good I'm not really sure I'm buying that, but that's how they do it. According to their their positive experience index, which there is a, a thing, it dropped for the first time since 2017. People are just not having positive experiences. Now, it talks about people in certain parts of the world where I think we can understand that. It's a little bit, you know, Afghanistan is the least positive place in 2021. It leads the world in negative experiences. Um, I, I'm sure they... I'm sure that that's true, you know, that Afghanistan probably does lead the world in 2021 as the least positive place to be. Uh, Ukraine in 2022 will probably uh, move very far up that chart uh, this year. Uh, Of course, in 2021, Afghan lives were already in a tailspin before the uh, Taliban returned to to power. And then we left, which took away uh, much hope of them continuing on any path to uh, freedom or democracy or even whatever version of it they might have been looking forward to experiencing without the Taliban. And so the Taliban came in and uh, took them, uh, took whatever joy or happiness that they had away, uh, which seems kind of obvious to me. But this study says that sadness and stress are hitting record levels everywhere in the world. Uh, even here in the United States. It seems obvious to me when you say Afghanistan. Well, of course it is. Um, how are you doing? Are you a happy person? What does that mean to you? 888-528-2557. I think it, it seems like maybe it's a trite subject, but it isn't. You know why? Because what is it that people really want? What is it that people are are looking for in life when you think about it? Like what are Americans looking for? You know, when we come and we we go see a politician that we, we like and there's a big crowd or we um, go to a concert of somebody that we really like. What is it that we want? Uh, maybe we want better health care. Maybe we want better political freedom. Maybe we want uh, a new life. Maybe we want, maybe we just want a day off. Maybe we just want a nap. Maybe we want a four-day work week. 
you know, that's something that they're talking about doing, by the way, is moving into a four-day work week. Are we going to get more work done? Does that mean 10 hours a day, four days a week? Or does that, how's that going to work out? Um, and then you get three days off. That may not be bad. What do you want? You know what's interesting is that when you take a look at human beings throughout history, you know what people want in life? They want to be happy. The Declaration of Independence. We're going to have 4th of July next week. Are you making plans? I think it's going to be a big 4th of July, right? Everybody is, uh, you know, the, the COVID is kind of in people's rearview mirrors, and they keep throwing this monkeypox thing out there, but it's not not the same thing at all. And uh, the COVID's everywhere, but it's less deadly than it was. I think more people have it right now than maybe at any time. Um, and if you have it, I hope you feel better. I mean, I had it. It was pretty awful. But most people, um, it's fairly minor right now. What do people want? They want to be happy. Declaration of Independence. What were people looking for? What did they say? They said, life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. That's right there in the text. That this is what people are, are looking for. They, the founders, when they wrote the Declaration of Independence, they understood something that people want happiness. They didn't give it to everybody, but they understood that people at least want the pursuit of happiness. They want the freedom of happiness, right? Not a guarantee of happiness. It doesn't say life, liberty, and the guarantee of happiness. You can't guarantee that. And the thing is, is that the Declaration of Independence, it doesn't define what happiness is. As we're talking about it right now, you know, are you thinking about how would you define happiness? 888-528-2557. Tell me, how would you define Happiness, 888-528-2557. But they're a big part of the freedom that we enjoy is the freedom to pursue happiness, whatever that is. The biggest sins of our nation are when we have restricted people from pursuing happiness, right? That there is, you know, something that took that away. If you were enslaved at the beginning of our country, you were not allowed to pursue happiness. You were this feeling of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness. Everybody wants that, and some people were denied that at the beginning. Now we are in a place where you, we, this is something that humans want. They want happiness. And it's not something that's just unique to the United States. It's something that the founders came to this conclusion looking at history, and they were very good historians. They took a look at um, how governments were formed, how they rose, how they collapsed. What is it that people want? They, they want happiness, as vague as that term might be. In Roman times, the Roman government knew that if the people were happy, they were less likely to, result, to, to revolt. And they would do what they call the bread circus, right? They would come out and they would hand out free food and they would try to do things to make things hap- happier. They try to make sure that people were satisfied in their own ways. They would try to um, encourage happiness as vague as that term might be. What do you think happiness is? 888-528-2557 is the number. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. 888-528-2557. Diana from Simi Valley. Welcome to Southern California Live. Well, hello. So lovely to find me. I plucked up the courage to call the first time ever. Well, I'm glad. Thank you, Diana, for joining us today. Yes, I just wanted to say I have a girlfriend, actually. She's from Iraq. I've known her for a number of years. And whenever I see her, she goes, are you happy, Diana? And I say that happiness is a choice. Mm. You know, it's about the little things in life. Um, it's not about me, but me and the world. And it's people who just... 
Um, yes, uh, during COVID, I had the opportunity for myself. I took my back a few years ago, and I had the opportunity to um, have more time to work out, um, go on a bicycle ride, things like that. And I, I love people. I encourage people. I bring people together all the time. And a lot of people that I knew before, I do line dancing. And a lot of people that I knew before, um, yeah, we never really got close. And all of a sudden, we started dancing on the street in Sydney Valley, and it just brought us so, so much closer together. So, yeah, back to happiness is a choice. All right. Well, happiness is a choice. All right. I think that's one way to take a look at it. Thank you, Diana, for your call, and thanks for being a uh, first-time caller and for listening to our, our our program. You know, we do ask she said that her friend asks her the question, are you happy? And that is the question that we ask people a lot, right? Are you happy? What do we mean by that? How would you define happiness? 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. Fourth of July is coming up and, uh, you know, it's meant to be a happy holiday, right? We get together and we celebrate uh, our nation and uh, where we are and we have lots of food and we have a barbecue and uh, we cook out maybe with some people. Do you have plans? I hope you've got some plans um, this year. I'm moving, right? I mentioned that before. I don't know what my plans are going to be. Do they have 4th of July in, uh, in L.A.? What do you do? Uh, I'm sure that you do, obviously. Um, but hopefully it's a very happy day. And maybe you're happy because you gather around with people or you're happy because you like fireworks or you're happy because uh, you went to another state and brought in some illegal fireworks, but you're going to blow them up and that makes you happy. Um, don't do that. You'll start fires. We don't want any fires. That doesn't make people happy in the state. Although I, I miss... I miss the great fireworks stands and blowing up my own fireworks. Uh, that's something I could grow up with. Uh, we don't have that in too many places uh, uh, around here anyway anymore. Uh, we had one of those, remember those, uh, I forget what they're called. They're like called blooming flowers or something. You light they're a little thing and like two inches long, a little tube, and you light one end of it. And when you light it, it spins around in a circle real fast and then it glows and it keeps changing colors. So the fire coming out of it just is like blue and green and yellow and everything. We had one of those that we lit and it's just spinning around really fast, right? Well, it, it normally just stays on the ground and it kind of spins around and you turn out to let it burn your feet. Um, you, we lit this one and it started to rise up into the air and it hovered and it flew up like it was some kind of, of flying saucer. No kidding. And the weirdest thing was it flew up and it flew up like maybe seven or eight feet in the ground, uh, from the ground. And then it hovered for a while. And it's just spinning really fast and changing colors. And all of us are just looking at it going, what's it going to do? And then it took off like a flying saucer and flew right over our garage and landed behind our garage where my father had placed all of the dead Christmas trees for the last 17 years behind that garage. And we were in our driveway waiting to see a big fire happen behind the garage. It, it burned out before it landed. We found it years later whenever we cleaned out all those dead Christmas trees back there, uh, which I don't know why they, they ended up back there. It's like, did they, we just didn't just, we didn't know what to do with the Christmas trees. I guess growing up, we just tossed them behind the garage where they just got all dried out and dangerous and we almost burned the neighborhood down. Don't do that. That would not make you happy. Uh, as happy as it does make me that we got to watch that thing take off. That was, uh, that was fantastic. We're using the word happy, but we still haven't really defined it. How would you define happy? or being happy? What makes you happy? How do you define it? 888-528-2557. Diana defines it as a choice. You can choose to be happy. I think that has more to do with joy, though. You can choose joy. 
you can choose to to be happy, I suppose, or be joyful independent of your circumstances. Uh, that's a gold C.S. Lewis quote, joy is independent of circumstances. Um, and we have that through Christ. Um, what is happiness? What's going to make you happy? According to Gallup, people are not happy. Globally, people are not happy, and they are looking for happiness. This study, what's interesting about it too, is that it leaves this uh, suggestion in it, and they're worried about it, the Gallup people are. It says, the continued rise in negative experiences in 2021, in tandem with the decline in positive experiences, suggest it is even more imperative for policymakers to understand why the world is on this course. Five minutes. And to look for ways they can change the path it is headed down. So the Gallup people are worried about this unhappiness, and their solution is uh, policymakers need to understand this, understand why the world is on this course, and to look for ways that they can change the path it's headed down. I think the first problem is if you think the policymakers are going to make you happy, uh, you've got a big problem. Uh, policymakers are probably the reason you're unhappy. Not really, but but they're probably not helping you. Like if we're looking to Sacramento to make us happier in California, um, they're going to make us happy because they're going to send us a $1,000 check uh, right before the election in October. I suppose that's going to make you happy. Did you know that? Uh and it's like a tax refund. I guess that'll make you, you know, momentarily happy. Does money make you happy? Does money make you happy? What is it that actually would make you happy? Lots of people think so, right? They think, and that's why you get this phrase, this uh, phrase, uh, money can't buy you happiness. And that's true. People think, oh, if I just had enough money, if I just had a little extra here, if I just, then I'll be happy. You know, I think that's because we we misunderstand what happiness is. However, we're going to decide it. You know, we have the 4th of July life liberty pursuit of happiness, so much of what we're about. But that pursuit, it's vague, isn't it? It is what is it that's going to make us happy? Is it the American dream is going to make us happy if we own property? Does that make us happy? Um it's a good thing to own property, I think. It should bring you some some happiness, but there are plenty of very unhappy people who are property owners. Um, Johnny Carson said about money, it doesn't make you happy. It just means you don't have to wonder where your next food, your next meal is coming from. You always have something to eat, but that's it. Where do you think you're going to find happiness? What is it? What are you looking for? If we are going to pursue happiness as a nation, what does that mean? 888-528-2557 is the number. When you take a look at the scriptures, there's actually plenty in there about happiness because it is something that people want. Jesus will address it. When we get back in a second from the break, I'll talk about that uh, as I take your calls. It is something that actually is pretty profound, but you really have to think about it. What is it that ultimately makes a person happy? If it's not money, if it's not possessions, I told you I'm moving. Like We're pretty good at not keeping a bunch of stuff, but boy, we sure have a bunch of garbage. We just have crud that's like, why do we have all this stuff? Why do we, you know, does it make us happy? Remember uh, the comedian George Carlin? I can't play it because it's probably not got some words in it that aren't nice, but he has a whole routine about how the only reason we need a bigger house is not for us. We don't need the space, but we need space for our stuff. And that you move out of a apartment into a house because you... You have too much stuff, and you need a place to hold on to your stuff. And he does make a pretty profound point about 
stuff. 888-528-2557. Debbie from Santee, welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, thank you for taking my call. Hi, Debbie. Um, I was just, I know it sounds cliche and you kind of just touched on it a little bit, but, um, you know, going through what we just went through over the past couple of years, um, certainly, uh, was an unhappy time. And what felt unhappy was feeling like loss of freedom and, Mm -hmm. um, the ability to pursue happiness. And so I would say, um, that for me, it is to be able to pursue happiness and I mean, to, you know, have that freedom to pursue it and the freedom to do things the way I want to do this, do things the way my family would want to do it and not be condemned or persecuted for that. I think that makes some sense, right? You have the, I mean, I think the, the, the founder's idea of the pursuit of happiness and why they didn't guarantee happiness is just to have the freedom to pursue it might keep you uh, happy. And we did, we lost that. Maybe that's one of the reasons that um, the world is so unhappy is because we were locked down. And unable to pursue yeah, and I, good. Exactly. And I think that, uh, you know, I think that is why we, um, of course, we're a little spoiled by it. But I think that, you know, as a nation, I think we are, you know, have been happy and, and so successful is because we had that freedom. And I think yeah. that we have the freedom to, you know, work hard if we want to work hard. And we have the freedom to play hard if we want to play hard. And the freedom to worship if we want to worship and not. And Yep, I think that's a, that's an interesting point. All right, thank you, Debbie. Thank you for your call. Thank you for listening. 888-528-2557. What is happiness? Gallup says that the world is less happy today, and for the second year in a row, we are not having, uh, we are reporting that we're not happy uh, as people. What is happiness? How do you get it? How do you define it? Give me a call, 888-528-2557. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. We'll be back on this Tuesday edition in just a moment. Stay tuned. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Scott Furrow with you today. 888-528-2557. If you want to join our conversation, I'm asking the question today, what is happiness. How do you define it? What does it mean to be happy? Gallup survey says that the world is far less happy than it used to be. It's basing it based on experiences, that people are having more negative experiences than positive experiences, and that's how they're determining that we're less happy. What does happiness mean for you? How do we get it? Fourth of July coming up, Declaration of Independence, Life, Liberty, and the Pursuit of Happiness. Happiness is something that people want. You know, we ask each other, are you happy? What does that mean? What does that mean for you? 888-528-2557. David from Whittier, welcome to Southern California Live. Hello. Hello, Scott. Hi, David. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Uh, Okay. (laughs) I'm thinking about most people in the world think happiness is filling a hole, getting rid of their guilt, everything else. But uh, how about happiness is the man who God is the Lord? Happiness is is the Lord. Happiness is serving the Lord. Happiness is God right. is the Lord. Right. You get joy, joy wells from within from the Holy Spirit. But uh, happiness has to do basically with what people's happening. What's happening? But if God is uh, in charge of your life, you recognize that. No matter what goes at you, you might not like what's going on, but you're not unhappy either because you know we're going to get through it. 
Yeah, I think that's a good word, David. In fact, uh, the biblical word, which we'll talk about in a few minutes, is blessed, uh, which just means happy. It's a very interesting term, and you're right. That's happiness. Happiness is when you are serving the Lord, when you're right with the Lord. That's one way to look at it. Thank you for your call, David. Appreciate it. What does happiness mean to you? What does it mean to pursue happiness? When are you happy? 888-528-2557. Bob from Garden Grove, welcome to Southern California Live. Uh, yes, uh, just, I just almost want to repeat what the gentleman said. You know, if you have a Christ in your heart and prioritize your life over the everything else, you definitely are going to have a more chance to be happy than unhappy. And if you concentrate on things what you have and satisfy what you have, the soon you be, you know, looking about the things you don't have, you're probably following depression and definitely going to be not happy. So yeah. be satisfied with the Lord bless you and what you have. And don't I, look at things what you have. I think that's a good word. Thank you, Bob. He said, if you couldn't hear him too well, you know, he said that be satisfied with what the Lord has given you and you'll be happy. If you are focusing on the things that you don't have, you're going to be unhappy and depressed. That uh, is definitely a good word there from people. You know, that's one of the things that social media is doing to us. You know, when we look at why people might be less happy, one of the things that we should look at is what happens with the social media. It's called comparisonitis. People compare their life to whatever the pictures are that they're seeing in social media. And for whatever reason, everybody doesn't do this, but a lot of people do this. We see the life that someone else has and we just, we covet. That would be the, the sin. That's what we do is we're coveting their life and we become unhappy and unsatisfied with our life. We don't know that their life is any good. We just know that they took a good picture, but their life might be miserable, but they were able to smile long enough for the camera. We have no idea. But for some reason, our brains process, oh, look at them. They're in Hawaii. I don't get to go to Hawaii. Oh, look at them. They're good looking. They work out. They have this job. They have this many followers, this many likes. And somehow we become less happy because we don't have that, even though very few people have that. And even though it doesn't mean anything. As far as happiness goes, you got to be happy with what God has given you. You got to be satisfied with what God has given you. What is happiness? 888-528-2557. Robert from Orange County. Welcome to Southern California Live. Robert, are you with me? Yes, I am. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead, Robert. Hell, life is a struggle, man. Life is a struggle. We all fall short of the glory of God. But at the end of the day, if you get your best, Hey man, you can't do you can't do anymore. If you did your best, you're going to be happy. If you, you know, I'm as a Christian, you know, as long as I don't fall short due to selfishness, greed, or stupidity, as long as at the end of the day I can look look back and say I did my best today. I did my best to walk in according to the statutes of God. And that and makes I'm you happy. God. Hey. All right. I think that's a pretty good test. Pretty good test, Robert. You do your best. All right. Do your uh, best. I mean, yeah. all the money in the world, all the fame, we see it all the time. A lot of people with all with a lot of money end up committing suicide, getting divorced. Uh, people with fame commit suicide. It's not yeah. what you have. Yeah. It's not money you got. It's not anything this world can give you. There's only one way you're going to find happiness. That's the Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. 
right? I agree, Robert. Thank you for your call. 888-528-2557. What is happiness and uh, what does it mean to you? How do you get it? 888-528-2557. Jane from Chino Hills, welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, thank you for taking my call. I want to tell you thank you for what you're doing. And I call in from time to time. But I'm going to say it real quick. It's Jamie. Um, And I'll hang up. My happiness is when Trump gets back in the office. That's it. Goodbye. So, all right. So for you, happiness is uh, the policymakers, you know, if he gets back in. He's going to be an old guy whenever uh, he gets back in there. You know, I don't know. It's such a – I'm – I don't think any politician is going to make us happy ultimately in the long term. Um, and that's not where it is uh, biblically. Is he going to make it? I don't know. You know, all the stuff today, you know, the stories out of there are very, speaking of happiness, the stories from Washington today, it's just sad. All Everything about the January 6th thing, all those things that they're they're talking about, it's just sad. If it's true, it's sad. If it's not true, it's sad. There's just so much sadness with all of that. Is there a better place where we can get our happiness? The Gallup five minutes study that says the world is less happy. At the end of it, it it calls out to policymakers, to politicians around the world. You know, you've got to address this. And I think policymakers and leaders need to address it, but I think they have to define it. They have to make sure that we understand that happiness isn't uh, just winning or, you know, a certain policy here and there. I think it's something else. 888-528-2557. You've touched on it a little bit uh, in our calls here. You know, happiness biblically is a is a weird word, but it's usually defined or usually put out there as blessed. Blessed is the word that means happy. In the Sermon on the Mount, when Jesus says, you know, blessed are the poor uh, in spirit, he means happy. That's what he says. Happy or the poor in spirit? I don't know if you've thought about that, but that's what it means when you go through that passage. If you want to know how to be happy, the Bible actually does talk about it. Jesus talks about it in the Sermon on the Mount. Blessed are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Wouldn't you be happy if yours is the kingdom of heaven? I would be. Like That's something that is the, the, the greatest thing you can have. As far as having something, the kingdom of heaven, that's amazing. Happy are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. See what I mean? It's That's what that word is biblically. And what's very interesting is that it doesn't translate very well, This the concept of blessed. And the, one of the reasons that we have a hard time, even in our conversations here, defining happiness, is that there is a certain vagueness to it. We have the Declaration of Independence as the pursuit of happiness, that we have. the um, When we say, are you happy, it means something, and we seem to have an idea of what it means, but it might mean something different. What does it mean to you? 888-528-2557. Chad from LA. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hi, Chad. Hi, hello. I, sorry, it's hard for me to hear you a little bit. My, my phone went out. All right, go ahead. I can hear you now. So, uh, my thoughts on uh, happiness was the pursuit of being happy is the what makes you happy. But, you know, they make it harder to obtain things throughout life. Uh, not, I'm saying they, like, uh, you know, mm. the world makes it harder for people to, like, go to college and uh, get degrees and have better jobs because everything costs so much money, you know, if you're coming up from the complete bottom. 
so being able to obtain things like this and getting goals and meeting your expectations in life, I think that's the thing that makes you happy. Being able to spend time with your family, take vacations when you want because you have that freedom. You know, there are, so yeah, there guess, are, go ahead. I guess in the long run, what I'm trying to say is the freedom minutes, to be able to live your life the way you want would be happiest. Okay, that's a definition of happy, to be able to live life the way you want. You know, I think that um, sometimes we live life the way we want, though, and it turns out very sad uh, because we can make decisions that are not healthy, that are not good decisions, and that's what we want. Um, and sometimes we get what we want, and we found out we didn't really want that. So I'd be careful with uh, with that. I think that um, when we think of happiness, I think there's something more profound that that happiness is. Thank you for your call, though, Chad. John from Anaheim, welcome to Southern California Live. Oh, welcome. Uh, you're doing a good job. I, I appreciate what you do. Thank you, John. Um, and uh, I'm coming from Anaheim. I am a drug and alcohol counselor and mental health specialist, and uh, mm. I've been evangelist and uh, one minute in the prison. So I must be pretty old. <laughs> but here's what, what I, I found go ahead. On, the ha- on the happiness. Oh, did you want to ask a question? Go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Okay, so what I found on this happiness, I come to the conclusion that uh, people in addiction as well as kids growing up need to find this one out. And I think happiness is knowing you're doing the right thing. And of course, mm. first, first thing, doing the right thing is uh, letting God be your Lord and Savior. Yeah. And the other part I think we work towards is to uh, be... Uh, uh, Become a person that uh, that you know you have gifts and you know you uh, are as good as anybody else on earth, and you need to just go for that. Become a mature human being and a mature Christian. You know the things that you do are the right things to do, and you will live your life in happiness. I believe right. it's a decision, not a feeling. All right, John, I think that is uh, some good word there, the idea that you are happy when you know that you are doing the right thing. That's, there's a lot built into that. How do you know it's the right thing? And if you do know it's the right thing, are you going to be happy? I think there is something to that. And when we get back from the break here, we'll take your calls and we'll see what Jesus has to say about that because he does tell us what it means to be happy and how to be happy. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven is the number if you want to join our conversation. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back in just a moment. Don't go away. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Scott Furrow with you today. Are you happy? Are you a happy person? We've been asking that question, what is happiness? How do you get it? How do you define it? 888-528-2557. If you want to join our conversation, Anthony from La Habra, welcome to Southern California Live. Thanks, Scott. Can you hear me? Yeah. Go ahead, Anthony. Um, cool. I was just um, kind of thinking of some scriptures as you were going along. I was just thinking about in Ecclesiastes 3, it says, I know that nothing is better for them to rejoice and to do good in their lives, and also that every man should eat and drink and enjoy the good of all his labor. It is the gift of God. Mm. And I was just thinking in that scripture how 
like it's talking about a gift that God has given us as men, and it applies to both unbelievers and believers, that God has gifted us with enjoying the fruit of our labor and eating and drinking and enjoying life, but also just how the unbelieving world is unthankful. And it just was kind of just, I was just kind of thinking as I was hearing all the other speakers talk, they were saying about how God is the source of that happiness. And I find that in my life, like, when I start looking at all the things that might make me happy, like money or food or drink and whatnot, it doesn't make me happy because the source of that happiness comes from God. And He's the one that allows me to find and enjoy those things that He's given me. And so, I don't know, I can be unthankful at times and all that stuff, just like the Scripture says, but, like, recognizing that God has given us life and it's a gift, that's where the happiness comes from and that's where the thankfulness can come from is from Him. Mm, that's a very good point. You know, being grateful, it matters so much for our happiness. Being a grateful person, you know, happy people are grateful. Grateful for what they have, even if it's a tiny amount. Ecclesiastes, you got to read the whole book, you know, to get it, but uh, it will give you the purpose and meaning of life. It's right there, 3,000-year-old book, and it'll tell you what life is about, what it's for. you gotta, you got to read the whole thing. You get depressed in the first part of it, but it works itself out because it's so real, and you find where true happiness and true purpose comes from. Thank you, Anthony, for your call very much. Charles from Pasadena, welcome to Southern California Live. Yes, hi, hi. How are you? I'm I'm happy, Charles. And I'm happy oh, you I'm called. I'm happy too. Oh, All right, oh. good. <laughs> good, good. All right. Uh, let me share with you as uh, you know, um my my I'm living now a very happy life, much happier than when I was making money and having the big jobs and, uh, you know, the titles. Yeah. You know, when we, get, when we get tempted and don't fall to temptations by using temperance and self-control, well, this is what makes me the most happiest person on the face of the earth. Mm. When I use my self-control, that, that power that God, the Holy Spirit has given to us, and for this to happen, we have to renew our mind daily. So that is the use of mind here. It's not that simple. We have to use our mind uh, that we may stay away, you know, from the, the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh, which surround us all day long, and the pride of life. Because what makes every one of us pride Pride in the flesh, pride in mm-hmm. the self, are the things that will bring to us destruction, both earthly and heavenly. Yeah, happiness, so you know. It, I'm ahead. living in, you know, let me call it this way, like it's in the book of Timothy, sober-mindedness. I love that right. sober-mindedness. I don't sub- subject myself to the ups and to the downs. I try to stay stable, steady. Yeah. Uh, yes, and uh, I'm, I'm telling you, like today was a very hot day, and here I was coming in Starbucks asking for a water with a big lots of ice, <laughs> so I can add more water to it later. <laughs> and, you know, people telling me, ah, oh, so hot outside. I said, you know what, I love it. I love every, every second of it. You know, because when I put that drop of water in my mouth, ah, I feel like I know where this drop of water is coming from. I can, I can feel my connection to God getting stronger and stronger. 
You can I be mean, happy in the the on. easiest things. Yeah. Hey, thank you for your call, Charles. And I'm glad that you're happy. And I'm glad that you figured that that out. And uh, I'm sorry that you had a bad day, but I'm glad that you are are still happy. He mentioned Second Timothy passage. Uh, but you keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work of an evangelist, discharge all the duties of your your ministry. Some some translations will say be sober minded. Here it says keep your head in all situations. Uh, he's right. Being sober minded. If you want to be happy. Uh, you can't be living in a world that just isn't real, uh, either because things are just, you think things are worse than they are, or you think things are better than they are. Be sober-minded. Be be right about some things. 888-528-2557. I can take a couple more calls here. Chad from LA. Welcome to Southern California Live. Chad, are you Hello. with me? Hi, go ahead, Chad. Yes. This is Chad, once again in uh, LA, City of the Angels. Yes, it, happiness is being in gratitude. Happiness is having, you know, less is more. Happiness is knowing that God's given me just enough that I won't crash and burn. You know, I, I, I just can't see having too much because I've seen it kill too many people. And I grew mm-hmm. up in L.A., grew up in yeah. the L.A. school systems. And I just basically, um, everything Christ says, you know, he's, he's a jealous God. I don't put money before God. Um, it, you know, my relationship is, is all day long and I talk to him all day long, like Paul did. And I'm just uh, like a little child when, when something happens, even like paying a, a bill that I didn't think I was going to get the money for. And it just happens and it's just little bristles. And it's just truly, truly, that is happiness to me, knowing that I'm taken care of and knowing that I don't put mammon before Christ. Five minutes. Can yeah, Chad, thank you very much uh, for your call. And, uh, you know, putting God first, trusting in God, your happiness is going to be rooted there, uh, whatever your circumstances are. I'll take one more call here. Ken from Oceanside. Welcome to Southern California Live. Hey, Scott, how are you? I'm good, Ken. Hey, listen, I think, I, I think the secret is to find happiness or joy in the little things. I think those of us who have been around a while, Scott, uh, know that you can find happiness in the smile of a baby. You could find happiness and joy and they drove all the way to work and didn't hit one red light. I think that everybody reminding us all day, especially in the news, of all the things we should be mad or upset about, I think we just need to take a little time to find the happy things that happen every day. I think that's a good word there, Ken. The, you're hitting every green light. That's uh that makes me happy. I'll tell you that, uh, I uh, appreciate that. Thank you for your call, Ken. Hey, uh, great calls. I know that you got a lot more to say. See, the pursuit of happiness, it happiness matters. It's what people want. You know, when Jesus was standing on the, the, the mount, or right before giving the Sermon on the Mount, that's so famous, uh, he uses the word blessed. Okay, we say blessed a lot, but it's blessed. That's the Christian word. That's the biblical word, historical idea of, of happiness is being blessed. And it's weird. It's a weird word because there's not really a good English way to explain being blessed or happy. That's why it's so hard to define happiness. We know we want it. We know it's what we're looking for. We know it's what people are looking for, looking to be happy. How do you define it? Jesus defines it there in Matthew chapter 5. Being happy, it's the idea of having a sense of God's approval that you have found because you're made right with God through Christ, and it rests on the love of God. It, happiness comes from God. It's, it's something that 
cannot be taken away. It's part of grace. It's it's a gift is what happiness, true eternal happiness to be blessed is a gift. Jesus is in front of a crowd who, what do they want? They want they want health care. They want to be healed. They want to have more money. They want to have more to eat. They want better houses. They want to be out from under the thumb of the Roman government. They want to be out from under um, religious persecution. They, they want to get along. There's so many things that they want. They want to be happy. Jesus knows that that's why they're there. That's why people go to your church, by the way. Same reason. Why do they go to church? Uh, they're looking to be happy. You find happiness in the things of the kingdom of God. And that's why Jesus tells us this. Happy are the poor in spirit, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Happy are those who mourn, for they will be comforted. How can you be happy if you mourn? It's because you're going to go through life, and there will be times where you mourn, but you're happy if you are right with God, because you know this too shall pass during your mourning. And that's only true if Jesus rose from the grave. Blessed are the, the meek, happy are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. Blessed are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, for they will be filled. They'll get what they're looking for. They're, they're hungry and thirsty for the right thing to be right with God. If you want to be happy, you've got to pursue the right thing. That's why money doesn't work. That's why possessions don't work. That's why health doesn't work. It's why education doesn't work. It's why titles don't work. It's because if that's what you're pursuing, it's not going to fill you. Jesus is telling you this. Happiness Happy are those who hunger and thirst for righteousness. Happy are the merciful, for they will be shown mercy. We're, we all want to be shown mercy when we need it, right? We're happy when we give it. Happy are the pure at heart, for they will see God. Happy are the peacemakers, for they will be called children of God. Happy are those who are persecuted because of righteousness, not because you're a jerk, but because of righteousness, for yours is the kingdom of heaven. One see, minute. Jesus tells us what happiness is. Happiness is when we pursue God. That's how you get happy. Wherever you're at, you're looking for happiness. We're all looking for it. I want to be happy. We all want to be happy. Happiness comes when you pursue the righteousness of God. Jesus tells us this. That's that word blessed. My friends, I hope that you have a blessed day. I hope that you understand that the happiness that you're looking for, it comes by knowing that you are saved by grace through Jesus Christ, that he wants you to trust him. And I hope that you can share that with your friends. So be happy. If you know Jesus, be happy. If you want to be happy, get to know Jesus. You'll be happy. Jesus tells us so. And the reason you should believe Jesus is because he rose again from the dead. And you should trust anybody who rose again from the dead. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. You can go to kkla.com to get the podcast of any hour of our show. And I will see you tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day.